You're listening to the Doug Stanhope Podcast. Pytel Motel Mafia. Pytel oh, Motel Mafia. Is that where we're at? Yes. You, you know guess. when you book them. It has all the earmarks. Yes. <laughs> if you That's dropped it. me into this hotel room blindfolded and then I took the blindfold off, I could tell you who owned this hotel. Yes. I, I think only uh, uh, low rent comics and truckers. And I guess a lot of these uh, yellow vested, reflective vest road crews that stay. You know when you book, a, we're on an off night in Knoxville at the Econo Lodge. And I was very excited because they had smoking rooms. And uh, and you can tell because, uh, Chaley, you're, what do you call those blankets? There's got to be a name for them. But you know those brown kind of. Bedspread. Yeah, it's almost like a, a little thicker than a felt on a pool table, and it's brown. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, you're totally right. If yeah. I had to fool someone and and refelt a table that I messed up, I would I would reach for that. Before yes, anything anyone else. who stayed in a, a motel like this knows that when you peel with two fingers, like you're picking up a used condom out of the trash. <laughs> Why would you be doing that? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> That's a weird well, thing you're going to use it one more time. You know, you're thrifty. <laughs> you recycle. You care about the environment. Sure. Why am I throwing that away? My friend is about to get laid. Wait, which is the dirty side on a used condom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just see, I always turn it inside out. Use it one more time. But then it defeats oh, the purpose. Yeah, well, using a condom is part of recycling, too. The answer is the girl side is the dirty side. <laughs> you can tell this is a tweaker motel because everything in the room has pock marks. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. When you peel off, you all, always peel off the 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 bedspread mm-hmm. that first. Yeah, yeah, it's almost plastic, and it's it's got carnival colors, generally like a Vegas carpet, because that that evidently hides the stains. Then you see that brown blanket. And uh, Chaley's brown blanket looks like fucking Swiss cheese with the amount of <laughs> cigarette burns. We have to get it. We, we, let's just tweet a picture of that because I already tweeted a picture of the tiny hibachi. It's literally a foot tall and it's chained to a cement Host, like if you had a patio post. in Hawaii and you wanted to barbecue. Yeah, but this is this is on the other side of the parking lot, there's like on a right hill. There. There's another one right there, and it's chained chained to the thing. Like you're going to sit there on your knees, bring your own spatula. I'm sure there's a family dollar around here that sells an entire barbecue kit for a dollar. They're uh, supposed to put you you're supposed to put that on a picnic bench and you know, have a small little cookout. I have a giant it has to be a blood stain on my carpet upstairs. Uh So yeah, we should after this podcast, we should just tweet all the uh, amenities of the Econo Lodge. Knoxville East. I like that. You can never talk shit about the hotel you're in and name it when you're on stage because then people know where you stay. And then there's always fucking one guy that would show up. Like last night, he was staying there anyway. He didn't, like, follow us. We were at the, uh, the improv last night in Raleigh, North Carolina, Weak ass audience. <laughs> really? 
they were just tired. You could tell they fucking drank beer and watched football all day. Well, Sunday, 7 o'clock show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the room was like half full, too. It was like not quite to capacity. Yeah, but well, you could see their faces. It was really weirdly lit where you could see half the room. And it's they, it was that seating where it's like row seating, banquet tables, vertical I call to it you. Hofbrau House. Hofbrau House. Yeah. But really tightly packed. Yeah, yeah. So like you're talking to people and you don't know if they're a couple. Did they seat the couple on the same side, one in front of the other, or the two across from each other, a couple, and they're so jam-packed? It's one of those where it was necessary to say, listen, go to the bathroom if you have to. I'm not going to make fun of you, because I can see eight rows deep, and people are just jammed in there, and uh, a lot of looks, and they're kind of facing each other, the way, unless you had the room to turn your chair which you usually don't yeah tracy and i just went to see a show in phoenix and it was one of those things where now like do we sit next to each other or across from each other either way you're gonna be talking to someone you don't know and that's like well come on and yeah yeah you have to pace the stage chris rock style for anyone to be able to see you yeah you know for half the time because they're kind of faced the other way. Well, that's yeah. That's what I noticed is if they're facing each other. They have they're kind of sitting at an awkward angle, and they sort of look uncomfortable, or they're just leaning on the table, like with their head or down. on the stage, like the the yeah. closest seats to the stage, where the stage is actually a more appropriate place to set your drink down. It's very, you know, it 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 it, it works. It must. Yeah. You assume corporate. It, it is a brand new club yeah. for the area, the Raleigh Improv. And they're and sweet they were, people. They're great. The, Very that stage good. was amazing. That 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 projection, that LED screen behind you, yeah, was just insane. I mean, they. they it were, was really funny because I I I I, I thought that, right? I thought it before the show, and then I go, I shouldn't say that on stage. But four drinks later. They're showing all these really top-notch, famous comedians on the the screen. Live shots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Of comics that you really want to see. And then they interject here and again, coming soon, Bob Schmidt, (laughs) someone you never heard of. And then they go back into Norm MacDonald pictures and fucking, yeah. 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 Elijah who? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, they do what they do. It was a really cool club, though. Like the staff was great. Yeah, the green room was awesome. I like, I liked it there. I just like when you go up and you can tell the people. Like you pointed this out, when you can tell the people in the front row are uncomfortable, you get that vibe back at you. And I like, I don't know how to fix it. Like I start blaming myself. I like, I'm like, oh, they think I'm boring. Oh, what do they? You know? I don't know. I mean, you guys probably wouldn't know this either. Uh, I mean, someone who sits in the front row, I think that's one of the worst seats in the house. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, like like uh, Greensboro, where they, they butted the table up against the stage, it, it, it doesn't make sense. And it's like people at that show, everyone is seated. I wonder if people ask to be, is it all, hey, is there any way we can get up front? Here's a five. Yeah, uh, when, I, when I used to hand out tickets at a comedy club yeah. when I was way younger a lot of people would always say like oh I don't want to be in the front it's like no, well no, that's what I'm saying first, who, yeah. who says I want to sit in the front yeah, and because maybe they're like look someone's got it Joseph Roush <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Joseph I'm just busting your balls he's the guy that bought the uh trike for uh for Homestretch Foundation and uh 
I just I loathe when someone's front row center that I know because I, I immediately want to go off script and start talking to them because yeah. I know you. He was sitting, but I ignored it. I didn't oh, mention it, and uh, but I gave him shit afterwards. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Hedberg was at Giggles in uh, Seattle, and uh, a guy that I was working with at uh, Real Networks. He goes, I go, hey, you want to go? We'll go to the show. And so I go there. And I go, hey, I'm going to go say hey to Mitch, uh, and I'll go grab some drinks, go get his seats. And then I'm looking around. I, I go say hey to Mitch. I get a couple of rum and Cokes. And I'm looking around. I'm like, where the fuck is that guy? He's all, Shaylee, yo. <laughs> uh, you could touch the mic stand from where he got his seats. Like, uh, Are you fucking well, kidding me? This is one of the big problems is people who get sat up front are the most, you know, timid people because they're too scared to say no we don't want these seats yeah. they're too polite right. and that's the last person you want in the front row other than your biggest fan well, that happened yeah. <laughs> I don't know who he was but oh yeah it's when we left you last the uh, sunny after party uh, you know, uh, the Shane Gillis podcast and then uh, Sunny yeah the, the Patreon podcast that we put out hanging around with Sunny who's in the mental institution for doing the bad bad thing to mother uh, yeah we went to that show after that podcast yeah wherever we were so this guy is sitting I, I wanted him to go up he does stand up comedy uh, does it in the mental institution and uh, I wanted him to open the show but it's one of those clubs where they do an offstage announcement anyway. So he, I told him, don't do comedy because tonight, because I don't want you fixated on your set. I want you to have fun. You are, you're out on a day pass. And if you have a shitty set, you're just going to ruminate about that. Just enjoy your vacation. And uh, But I still wanted, I, I, you know, I addressed him from the stage and his team of doctors that were there. Really cool people, just genuine care about mental illness, care about solving problems. And uh, so at the end, I thought I said, all right, I'm going to bring him up at the end to close the show. Just say thank you for coming out. Ba -ba -ba. He's got a big, booming wrestler cadence. And it worked out perfectly because the guy that was sitting stage left in the spotlight, that's another problem with comedy clubs is where the stage lights drift into the audience. So the audience is in the spotlight and very aware that everyone can see them and their reactions. That's why I hate fucking table dances. I never liked them because I didn't know how to react. Like, am I supposed to go, ooh, yeah, for like the entire song? Like no, I, I oogling the whole time. Yeah, I'm looking at other chicks and stuff. My yeah, we, we have a relationship for the first two verses, and then I'm looking at the chick that's on the main stage. So this guy, rude. so rude. This guy that's <laughs> sitting in the spotlight is like Appleton. Appleton, we had the same guy that would gesticulate, and every punchline he's thrown his hands up and in circles and. Like, you know, deaf comedy jam. He's like Arsenio Hall. What, what do they call those? <laughs> yeah, what do they call them, the, those guys on the roast battle? You'd know. Oh, yeah, the wave. Oh, the, the wave. wave. The wave. He's doing that the whole time. And he's in my periphery, like to the rear of my periphery. But every time. So you're hyper aware. Yeah. Every time the Chilean, the big one is in this eye, but he's in the bad. Yeah, he's on the good eye side so I can see him. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain what a fucking Chilean is, but yeah, it finally burst. 
Yeah, it's a fucking, I got eye goiters that are getting bigger. Uh, so I, at some point I said, listen, I mean, I addressed it a couple of times. And at some point I just said, all right, listen, you're so distracting. I'm not going to throw you out, but I'm going to just move you to where I can't see you. Can you just do me a favor and move towards the back? I, I think I gave him free merch for doing it. I was very polite about it. It's like, what, what, what did I do wrong? Well, you're fucking doing all this goofy shit and I can't concentrate. Mm-hmm. But that opened up the seat and I go, hey, bring Sonny down, put him in the seat. So then he's right there to come up on stage and close out the show. I think we get off topic because I was trying to talk no, about you fucking did, you, army guy last night. But you did tell that guy, the the guy that you moved to the back of the room, you did tell him, look, I'll talk to you after the show. And you, I thought he was the guy that was heckling the whole night. Oh, I don't even it remember. Out, yeah, there was another guy that was heckling. Anyway, you, you told that guy you talked to him and you, you, we brought him backstage and he got to, to t- take some pictures and hang out with you. But it was one of those things where you explained to him, look. It just it was too distracting what you were doing. And I think he finally got it. But this was the guy who was flailing in the one corner, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was awful. Yeah, but he's right in the spotlight. If right. he's in yeah. the back of the room, it doesn't matter to me. I can't see him. No, he threw me off really bad too. Like I Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he was the guy that was tweeting me at dinner. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, he was That's I, creepy. That's uh Yeah. She's upstairs at wherever we were at some restaurant. The guy's what? going for his grill. Oh, they're using the chain down he's, grill? He's getting it right now. All right. Or he's stealing it. Bolt cutters? <laughs> <laughs> no, this one was just in a parking spot. You don't need a mic, Tracy, because we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, you were talking about uh, the guy last night because you were talking about guys in the audience. And yeah, the where guy, we were Raleigh. Raleigh. And uh, after the show, last after the show, we get to the hotel bar that's supposed to close at 10. She stayed open till uh, like 1130 for us. The seventh show in eight nights, too. We had a a, a six nights in a row run and we were done. That was time to relax. Yeah, I, 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 I remember saying on stage that we're at the end of week five and it's like the five stages of death. That start with denial and then fear and bargaining and then uh, depression and then acceptance. And I said, but the comedy, it works the opposite way because I'm at anger where you (laughs) and I was just but I mean, I I sold it. I put a lot of fake energy into it that was unreciprocated. You started it. You started the show like that. Yeah, this is fake energy. Yeah, and I told him, listen, I'm fucking up my I'm threadbare. I have a uh he shook his glass. What am I supposed Tracy. to do? I was trying to make it be non obvious and people like the sound of ice. I, on the, I, on the I was very clear that uh I was at an emotional fucking dead end. And then this guy is at the little hotel bar afterwards. And he does the hey, stand up, good show. You know, kind of stewing in his drink. And then I went out to smoke, so he came out to smoke. He's like, yeah, my wife, uh, she left as soon as you got here. I said, oh, does she hate me? He goes, no, she's afraid I'm going to make an asshole of myself if you're around. Cut to. (laughs) 
an hour later. He's just one of those people that I don't know. Like he didn't seem like nervous, but maybe he was, and that's how he masks it. But he's one of you. You try to have a conversation, and uh, uh, just uh, tell me about the the drive out to Milwaukee. Well, we were driving, and then when we hit the the eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I used to take the uh, 40 when I was... I used to live in New Mexico. You'd do that. No, but you asked me about Milwaukee. Because last time we were in Milwaukee, we were driving... Yeah, you know what? My friend's a Brewers fan. Like, he wouldn't let you finish his sentence. You're not engaging in any way. And I don't want to be talking to you fucking anyway. I'm trying to be polite. And yeah, we're at a small bar. I'll, I'll engage you, but just... And then as he got progressively drunker... Then he's just monopolizing every car. He's just overstepping our conversation with the bartender and yelling over us. And at, I mean, at one point, I pointed out the fact, hey, can I finish one of these sentences? Like, this is supposed yeah, to be yeah. a back and forth. He wasn't picking up on passive aggressive for sure. No. Mm-hmm. And then I got a, a little aggressive. Well, yeah. no, actually, I he. Well, what happened was he's trying to shout me down. Oh, yes. Like in the middle of a conversation with the bartender where he's three seats away. You you were trying to. Uh, You'd remember so better than me. The bartender asked. Yeah, I had one drink. Uh, the bartender asked, what you guys in a band? What are you guys doing? And that's one of your favorite questions to answer because we have, oh, yeah, we yeah. have a, a thing. We Pat say, answer. Yeah. And you said, well, we're a, we're a Christian rock band. Uh, but we don't believe that shit. <laughs> we don't believe in any of that shit. It's, it's just the easy grift. This is just so easy because they're so gullible. It's just all like, really? And then he, I mean, we're not even looking at that guy. I'm I'm dutched this way to one side, so I'm not even like, I can't even see him, right? And he starts explaining about how Olivia is like this awesome girl bass player that does all these moves and everything, but he's talking loud. Like, over us over you trying to explain and you're like hold on hold on and then you finally said basically great you've done you, we had her going and she goes wait you you guys really on a rock band we had her on the line yeah i know and you were like fuck man you know this guy and then he starts yelling i'm giving her a compliment how good at bass and it just s it kept getting louder and louder and then you go shut you- the fuck and then you stopped. And I think that was where he thought maybe you don't own every conversation. Yeah, you, you be, well, she asked you the question, yeah. and he was answering it. He just jumped you're, in. You're not even here. Then it got really aggressive. Yeah, that's when I went fuck it. I'm going out to smoke. And then he looked at me, and I said, "Listen, we're done talking to you. Do not talk to us anymore." And he goes, you fucking blue hair or something, some stupid like elementary school thing. And I'm like, yeah, he's like a 40 something year old army dude. And- but it was like he, he sized us up <laughs> and thought he needed to put us in our place. Yeah. yeah well, I, then he I, followed I, me I, out. I, I just walked away. I'm going to go smoke. And then he's like, just because you're out smoking, I just not mean I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm, you're not taking my smoking spot. I go, OK. And then I went back in. I just left my fucking lit cigarette at the smoker's post and went back in. And then he followed me yeah. back in. And then I went back out and he went back. out. you disrespected me and I'm not going to take this. And so then I fucking asked. The front desk, is there security here? And then they kind of talked down to me like I was drunk and yeah. had a problem. I go, 
This is a little tiny girl bartender that's yeah. dealing with this outraged fucking meathead army guy. He was enormous. He was huge and like just. Not- I really could, and I still stand by. I could have fucking Listen, you, calmed you that could situation. Say you want. There was no way I was going to be a part of you talking to that guy if I could keep you away from him. Because I know what you can do. You're charming as fuck, and you could have had that guy buying you fucking shots. But I don't want to take that chance with a guy who's unhinged that his wife said, I know what's going to happen. I'm leaving the downstairs. Before he even says hello, she... Exactly. So with, with that information, why the fuck... Well, the only, even the only reason, and I thought of it again this morning, when I go down for breakfast, I don't want that guy still stewing. So well. we didn't eat there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that solved everything. I do believe that you could have talked him down because I do think ultimately what he wanted was to be included in like your life for the night. Yeah. I 100% agree with you, but and I, also, I 100% blocked that from happening because totally, I yeah. don't need to be proven you did that the, he can you do did it. did the right thing. I know I did. Yeah, no, no, Listen, no. I that guy was either going to punch me or he, and go to jail or who knows. Yeah. No. Who knows what that guy would have done. I was afraid His of wife him. doesn't trust him. Yeah. Yeah. And she yeah. knows him. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I mean, right. and he was one of like the first fans of yours that I met. That I'm like, I'm afraid of this guy. Like, I don't want to give him. Oh, you'll, anything. Get, you'll get used to that. No, well, I mean, well, even the guy who was like heckling and tweeting before the show, I'm like, this is weird. Oh yeah, we never finished that story. He was at, he was actually a pretty sweet guy. Yeah, he was very sweet. Yeah. He was just out. He's just in, on another level. But but you know, <laughs> but like. Miss, I think like, everyone's gonna murder me. Is upstairs before a show in a food court. <laughs> And then someone's uh, (laughs) you were writing or something. I had a I had a cocktail napkin going, and I was writing a couple notes down, and I was getting tweets on my phone from somebody that was like, "Olivia, you working too hard? Just enjoy your food. Just eat your food. Just (laughs) let it flow when you're on stage, man." The tweets are coming from inside the house. (laughs) You must get out of that house. Restaurant. I was trying not to look around too much because I didn't want whoever it was to know that I was reacting. So I was like looking at it and you know and then what but when i went up i was like who was that and i clearly they're staring at you right and they're seeing you f- f- futz with your phone well yeah but i mean i could be doing anything i was just trying not to react like with like a hawk like turning my head around like who could this be because that's exactly yeah, what ex- they wanted exactly was the to see that happen and it was he also was saying he was shouting to anyone in the bar who was a fan of yours because there were a lot of your fans up there do you guys know who Olivia is? Say it like I wasn't there. And at first I thought it was funny. I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't know I'm here. And then I realized later, I'm like, oh, he knows I'm here. That's why he's doing tweeting this. You. He's like, yeah. fucking, it's the guy, it's whoever yeah. is tweeting me. Is yeah, also the and guy Raleigh, yelling. that was the guy in the Packers shirt and his buddy last night in Raleigh. They came around to the back, like, dumpster <laughs> exit of the, yeah, yeah. where we're hanging out smoking at the improv. And, uh. The guy's acting like he's given his buddy in the Packer shirt a tour. Uh, and they also do comedy shows here. And <laughs> I, I, I fucking ducked back in. I gave him shit on stage. Yeah, really? You you give him a tour of a there fucking outdoor walking mall and show him the fucking dumpster side. Oh, they also do comedy shows. Really? Yeah, they usually use the front entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very surly before a show because right. i'm trying to get my head well you're yeah. trying you, you're getting into it but it's like it's you're not you don't want to be surly it's just it's so easy for you to get 
like taken away from where you need to be. Yeah. And, and that's and, the heart's thing. And smoking. Yeah. Smoking yeah. outside. And it also like it feels rude too to tell people when they're bothering you when you're concentrating. So then there's like this weird guilt. Do you have that that guilt thing? Or yeah. Like, no, I hey, have it guys. incredibly. Yeah. And then you go, oh, now I'm a fucking dick. Oh, and then and then they right. go, look, dude, it's just one autograph or it's just one. It's like, but that there's 25 other people oh, wanting my to do God. that. Oh my god! And as much as you do after the show, if they would just stop fucking taking pictures with you before or during the performance. You're you you already are going to be out there until everyone gets a picture. That's what I just. Don't All right. Understand. Well, yeah. let's. Uh, I think we have to uh, break on this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's uh, let's break and we'll get back to uh, Greensboro, and then a bunch of other shit. We got fucking Patreon questions. We have uh, we got a lot. Please hold. Cocktails. I don't like the cocktails thing that much. How about I love please hold. Please hold. That's better. That's yours. It's not really mine. I actually stole it from Captain Rowdy's wife. She's not using it. No. No, she's old and has kids. Please hold. All right. Let's uh, let's do this. You need to stop. Don't ask me questions. We want yeah. to get this done first yeah, don't take. don't pick at your fucking fingernails. I'm trying to do a read. I can hear the clacking. The munching. The, <laughs> the, the flesh coming out. That's what it sounds like to me. My friend Chuck Riggs was we were we were at this uh recording studio, like a band practice place, and we were leaving, so we were, we were kind of destroying it. And he went to go, oh, I'm gonna go upstairs, and he like went through this like this access point to go into the ceiling, and I still remember hearing the nail rip into his uh, forearm. This is not a way to go <laughs> into a commercial break. Untuck it. Who's the king of the untucked shirt in the stand-up comedy market? Me. God damn it. Yes, my vintage suits. I wear them untucked because I got a big fat gut. And who makes a better untucked product than Untuck It? Untuck It. This is how I found Untuck It. I found them through podcasts. Mm -hmm. But they have, I go, do they have undershirts? Because I wear vintage shit. And in 1968, people didn't have big fat guts. And they had a proper length untucked shirts. Untuck it makes shirts specifically to wear untucked. And guess what? You have a big fat gut, stupid. That's why you need to wear your shirt untucked. But anything you buy nowadays that's new, if it's not untuck it, it hangs down to your fucking knees and you look stupid wearing an untucked. It's not designed to be worn untucked. It's designed to be tucked in. Untuck it has gone the step forward of like, oh, wait, how is everyone wearing it these days? Untucked. So let's. Let's do a cut on this fabric so that it looks good untucked. It makes so much sense. Yep. I can even wear untuck it shirts because yeah, as long as the jacket is vintage, the pants are vintage, yep. and my white driving loafer <laughs> is shiny and new. Yeah, untuck it. I, I couldn't believe that we weren't sponsored immediately by Untuck It, and now we are. Yes. Because I can pitch the buck out of Untuck It. 
You know, untuck it has a uh, a fit for your frame, and I'm saying that that's a blanket statement because they have over 50 fit combinations. So no matter how you are physically, they're going to have something for you. Good. Wear it. Wear it untucked. Did you ever see a guy with a shirt tucked in with the fucking spare tire belly? You go, just untuck it. Yeah, yeah. Pull that out. Take a cue it from looks the ladies. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Special effects, man. <laughs> My God. When I was wearing that cycling kit when i get talked into cycling with my giant head the skin tight spandex yeah 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 everyone goes oh now i know why you wear those vintage <laughs> suits because i have 80 percent of my body weight is my head <laughs> and the rest is my spill belly gut on my <laughs> little tiny alien frame and i wear it untucked and now there's a place to go for that you can hide your shame with untuck it. That's not their catchphrase. I invented that, and I would like a piece of the action. <laughs> untuck it. Try it on in person at one of Untuck It's 50 stores. They got brick-and-mortar stores now. No shit. Yeah, yeah 50 of them. <laughs> That's one in every state. Well, they're probably near a mall, so there's a funny bone nearby. <laughs> Go to untuckit.com to get started. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. Other countries aren't as fat, so you can tuck your shirt in if you're starving. <laughs> you can save 20% on your first order by using my code STANHOPE at checkout. That's untuckit.com. Promo code STANHOPE. Dress with untuckit and dress with the stars. Well, okay, I'll tell you why. At the liquor store right over here, next next to this wonderful establishment. Why would there be a liquor store right here? <laughs> where a pawn shop could be. <laughs> or a 24-hour la laundromat. Uh, they sell, they have a whole section over there of moonshine and moonshine products. Oh. Those were two bottles of moonshine that he wow. just bought over there. So the road crew, it's a Monday, so he's obviously yeah. working tomorrow, is drinking moonshine. <laughs> They're yeah. drinking it early. So they got to get up at 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah. They're responsible. <laughs> These roads are going to be perfect by morning. I drove five hours today and did not freak out over bridges, so I feel like I, I, I'm not completely dying but otherwise i feel pretty bad got that fucking horrific hack uh but uh how do you feel bad on the road like what's your experience of well that's badness? yeah with greensboro we were gonna get back to there's just been like out of uh well we haven't done 30 yet we've done 23 out of 30 and uh only a couple were well, Traverse City was just, the room was just, yeah, let's just power through this. That was, and I was still sick. You too. wanted to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I love right. the experience. Yeah. It's just a show. I just, you walk into this venue and go, how are you going to make this work? And It's definitely not built for comedy. It's a cavernous. And Lansing, it's a, it's I was. a rock and roll bar. That's oh, what, that's, Traver that's Traverse City. Yeah. I yeah. thought you were talking about the beer, beer bar. Traverse City was the, uh. Oh, the shotgun style bar. With yes. Tall, all right. Uh, 
and Lansing, I was just fucking not there mentally. And by Greensboro, like there was no place to sell merch. Listen, I don't know if I should uh, let you behind the scenes a little bit, but I like to throw a night or two on the tour where we don't do merch. And I give you a reason. We could do it. If we wanted to, we could do it. But I know. Yeah, we should have done it in Cleveland, but we didn't. Well, it gives you a break. Sometimes, sometimes in hindsight, in hindsight, I'm always happy to not do merch. So we could have done it there. It just, it just seemed like, well, you know, we've we've been doing we've been doing well. There's really no reason to do it here. If yeah, you're gonna have to. The situation uh, was bad because it was. You're gonna have to decide on Nashville because Nashville is the place. If we want to sell merch, we have to do it on the sidewalk. I love that. I I got great right. me and Bingo out on the, I'm on in. the corner. We're not I even, love Nashville. We are not even in front of Zanies. We are around, around the, the corner, corner. By, across from the Yeah, we're like store. MC Hammer selling fucking <laughs> mixtapes out of his van before he got famous. I'd sell it out of the and, van. And since <laughs> I'd sell it out of the van if I didn't want everyone to know what we were driving cuz it would be very yeah. convenient, you know. But yeah. Uh yeah, Greensboro, I was again, it was one of those I'm telling you And I always use that line. You love honesty out of me until it's, I don't really want to be here. You just hit a wall and I don't have the kind of, you know, brain that will stop me from telling you exactly what kind of mood I'm in. If I hate your town, I tell you, if I love your town, I'm not lying. I don't fluff, but that was one of those nights where it was just like, all right, six week tour. One day is going to be shitty and more than one. And uh, you did preface it by explaining our past to her shit town and saying, you know, we called it shit town because there's shit towns. Yeah. Uh, I just I, I, don't know, I felt overly abusive. And the fact that we weren't Ooh. doing merch. <laughs> you were overly abusive. Especially <laughs> that one that the the. Uh, American Idol panel that was seated right at the at your feet. That was very Those three weird. people. The one guy who oh. was a prison guard. Yeah, that was very yeah. weird. They had a it was the opposite of the vertical tables. It was horizontal yeah. banquet table right against the stage with three people. Like they were judging gymnastics. Three yeah. people yeah. literally sitting and facing you at where their eye line is the <laughs> where the stage your is. Your feet. <laughs> like yeah. And there was a three seater. <laughs> You'd think it would be a four-seater for two couples, at least. No, it's a three-seater. It was just three guys. And it was three middle-aged men. There were tables open elsewhere. Uh, They shoehorned that fucking table in there. I don't have any idea. Do you remember what you said to the guy? No. I don't remember anything. It's a fist fight up there. Yeah, it was. You're talking about prison guards, and then this guy was a prison guard. It ended with Nazi, but there was... It was pretty specific. Yeah, yeah I can I, I can see where that train of thought would go with oh, yeah. that bit. Yeah, yep. yeah. But like you said, they love your honesty until it's about them or their town or specific. And, and I don't think everyone felt because at the end you did say, you know, I'm, lot, thank uh, you so much for yeah. coming. I, 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 I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I came here in that. I mean, you get a lot of uh, tweets after a show like that. Sorry, the audience sucked. No, it was my head that sucked. It's not like I did anything different. It's just all it takes is a little turn of mood or just being absent 
where I go, I like, I've been saying this too much and I don't have anything different to say. And I'm not like my head's not capable of riffing anything new. Yeah. I think. What do you do with shows like that? Olivia? I freak out on the inside and feel bad. Like I feel so guilty when I'm like, I have nothing to give tonight. Like the last show we did, I was so tired when we got there. And I tried to pump myself up and I was trying to scribble notes and stuff like that. But by once I got on stage, I was just like, I just gave up immediately. I couldn't like, I didn't know how to pull myself out of it. And then I felt, <laughs> I started having a crisis. I'm like, oh, this Doug is <laughs> taking me out on such a nice tour and I can't even fucking pull it together. So I just freak out. I don't have And they don't know that unless you tell them that. That's my problem is I tell them that. But, but I like it though, because I think it resets your like your energy level to like well all right at least i'm being honest with you my head's not in it and then i think you can sort of recalibrate from there but for me i just blame myself and kind of freeze up i always thought if i could transfer what we go through on stage to sports betting like all right if i could get a read on this young quarterback like what would i if like coming off a heavy loss like greensboro the next day I'm reset, like you said. I fucking focused on writing shit down. And I always thought, like, if I could get into the head of a professional athlete and what, you know, his tenure is, is he fucking 12 years in as a you know quarterback? Does he really care? And how will he respond to, like, I think, I often fantasize about quitting comedy and just sports betting but i don't i couldn't do it obviously i'm fucking on a two-week fucking horrible losing streak but anyway when you look at your notepad and you've been writing notes and then you look at them before the show and it's you know when you you, you're reading an article and it's you're you're not absorbing it Mm -hmm. I i have a set list here and i'm i'm staring at it but my head is not absorbing any of it. And yeah, all right, fuck it. We're going to free ball this one because I got shit. Just talk loud and fast. Three shows. I said, what are you closing on the night? I don't know. He said, I don't know what I'm starting with. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) (laughs) it's so fucking funny because I think some of it might be that you just have to forget everything because once you get up there, you'll get you'll get the rhythm. But it's it's that hesitation before you get up. This is what I'm noticing because I don't do stand up, but I do see a lot of people do stand up and you don't feel like doing. It. I played in bands that we played six nights a week for three months in Guam and didn't have fucking running water or electricity for 21 days. You we fucking played every night because you, you just do. You'll find you just get on stage and do it. Yeah. But I have to tell you, Olivia. Last night when you said you weren't going to do merch, I got a little disappointed. Did you really? Because the only thing you should really be doing other than comedy. Building an audience. getting your fucking name out there. And you did merch. You did go out because there were people that were, what, is Olivia coming out? I go, I don't think she's feeling good. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then you said, oh, I'm coming out. But you, this, you need to build your audience and that at the merch table Suck it up, Buttercup, because you gotta fucking do it. Okay, well, I'm with you on and, that. And that, and that, with the we talked about when we were driving out with, before we got on tour, Doug, is that you have the opportunity now to be doing sets repeatedly, night after night, 
Whereas you don't get that opportunity to do 20 minutes straight mm -hmm. and then the next day licking your wounds from one that didn't go well that night to maybe, you know, correct it. Olivia night. Does Bits on Twitter. And what's your Facebook? Uh, Olivia Grace. Facebook. <laughs> and uh, and your other thing. My website, website. is oliviasfunny.com. They're loving you. And I, I hate for you to they miss do. that connection. No, I'm with you on yeah. that. I was last night. I was really thinking of like the opportunity cost of like, I know that I need some time alone and I don't know if I push myself to do merch when I really don't feel like it. Am I going to start tipping over into just being consistently tired and not having like recovery time? So I was trying to weigh that against like, meeting i i see your point i definitely i understand what you're saying there's Glad nothing I worse than having to do merch yeah. after a show where you hated yourself i hated myself so bad and i knew i just needed to like somehow bounce back from that and i didn't know if merch was gonna make that worse and then it would carry over that's why when shows. i know that's gonna happen no. i address it i am gonna put on the biggest fake smile like a politician and i'm but i'm not gonna want to be there yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Just so they know. So I feel comfortable in completely. I was I was I was given the fucking merch line shit for being a bad audience in a positive way last night. That was, I was channeled my Definitely inner Brody Stevens. Listen, you know, you were a terrible audience tonight, but don't let that get you down and stop going to comedy. You get better as you go and just keep working at being an audience. Mm -hmm. Because the club is new, the, the that the Raleigh Improv has only been open a year. Yeah, yeah, just, but, I mean, there's other. That's clubs. not the point. The well, point that, is, that was what I was said, giving though. him shit for you, being you a terrible like audience. Those people, like they never heard a comedy a year ago. That's yeah, yeah. Like, you'll was, get better at this. Just get back on that bike and ride. Yeah. You know, he said, make notes, <laughs> take no, go home, think about what you didn't do right here. <laughs> I don't. I don't know exactly what I said, but that will uh, lead me into uh, several things that I didn't remember that you do. Hey, yeah, uh, like I brought a few Seroquel with me, and Seroquel is a powerful downer. So I, I, sleeping, I, I right? yeah, I, I think I planned for like five Seroquel vacations. I can sleep sixteen hours on a Seroquel. But uh, don't exactly remember. I only because you told me. <laughs> I don't even know what show that was, uh, but I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, I at some was, point, was this when this you is tell un, it. this is under my um, podcast notes? Things we had to remind Doug he did. <laughs> <laughs> it was Asheville after the Asheville show. Asheville's great, great eagle. That I was fucking fun. love that, that club. Was so fun. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the uh, many places where my biggest fans were outside smoking, talking to other people about how great I am and discussing my bits and never went into the show. Well, it, or they pop in and out and it's like. <clears throat> uh, I, yeah. Anyway, so it's too bad. You guys had the fucking like the curtains clipped with a fucking, you know, the hanger that's made for pants. Well, see what it's happens got is clips. Well, you've got you've got the the blackout curtain and then some they have a sheer curtain like for during the day so you can't look in, right? And the uh air, AC unit is right below it. Let me preface this. Let me preface this with I am cheap as fuck when it <laughs> comes to hotels. 
I don't think there's any value in hotels because I'm a drunk. I'm just going to come back. I'm going to pass out with a downer. I'm going to wake up and eat whatever fucking free offerings they have, and we're going to get the fuck out. So, yeah, me and the Trailies bunk together. Olivia gets her own room, and, uh, yeah. Uh, so, the, so the AC, it's kind of counterproductive because this, this billowing curtain is kind of holding the air back. So I took the... But see, you have specific sleeping habits and you sleep with fucking ambient music or a yeah. podcast in your ears. And sometimes I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I can't turn on ESPN. But I took the, the trouser the trouser uh, hanger where they've got the two clips and I hooked that to the bottom of the, of the curtain so it held it in close to the sill because of their fucking poor design. And it ends up... That turns into an alarm. Yeah. It's the same way they hang foil plates off of apple trees. So the yeah. fucking. So the crows. The, yeah. yeah the, the donkeys. Right. Whatever. So it, it was uh, the like early, early, early morning. And uh, Trace is all, Trace, Greg, Greg, get him. Get him. You were at the window with this donkey alarm. Yeah, he's trying to get through the bathroom door in my head. <laughs> and you're trying to go out the window, but it was clattering with the hanger hitting it. I don't know what was going on in your head. Why there would be Yeah, there. I was trying to go to the bathroom and piss. So I'm all, hey, 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 hey! That's not the bathroom! And then you turn, you like turn around and you just walk to the other end where you found what may have been the bathroom and then Trace is all, I don't hear him being. <laughs> and then she yelled. <laughs> This is all secondhand knowledge to me. Yeah. But in the morning, she said she yelled, are you peeing? And then she heard peeing. I might have forgot why I was in there. <laughs> That's so great. What else did I forget? Uh, oh, there, we, we did some weird thing. There was that New Brooklyn Tavern in Columbia. New Brooklyn Tavern is in uh, yeah West Columbia, and they were doing the festival. Yeah. So we had that's we couldn't do merch there. So we we bailed yeah, out. Yeah, Carmen Morales showed up with fucking. The, they did the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she showed up with Carlos Valencia, who kept showing up fucking on Dude, uh, on the cuff. He, What's that expression? No, Free? <laughs> no. He, uh, the only one that I know that that he didn't uh, uh, have a, it. Doesn't any, matter. But, uh, I he, love Carlos. I thought, they were, I thought both of them were. Very he doesn't bother me. I. This is another one. Carlos Valencia texting me. Yeah, I got a new phone. I have that old phone that you have, but uh, yeah, I only turn it on every several days to see. And usually nobody, I think, oh, they everyone has my old phone number. This will be loaded with voicemail. <laughs> People who don't have, my new number is emergency road stuff only. Hannigan, Chaley, like people who need to get a hold of me. My old phone, I can't put in. So full, I can't put numbers Stand. into it. I can't add apps to it. It's fucking ancient. And every time I turn it on, nothing. <laughs> no one's trying to get a hold of me. I don't have friends that aren't in the van. Uh, so after but Car Carlos was one of those. Oh. Hey, I'm going to be at the show. Carmen Morales. Hey, I'm going to be at your show. If you don't remember me, you shaved my arms at Johnny Depp's house. That sounds familiar. <laughs> So after the show, and she showed up with her arms shaved by. She said she's she shaved them ever since. Ever since. <laughs> show was great. See, I do influence the young you comics. Do, you do. You John, do. John was a great host. That that, that, that was guy. a successful show for them. Yeah, it's good. Whole weekend. Dude. 
And uh, afterwards, uh, I was surprised. You, you wanted to stay. I thought you'd just want to leave. But Brian Pussain was coming on. You want to say hey. So we're hanging out in the back. And then we finally get – Oh, uh, Yeah, Pussain was doing was, a second show because they were yeah, doing yeah, a uh, comedy festival. Yeah. The Columbia, South Carolina. The Cola, Cola Comedy Con. Rivaling uh, Montreal now. Yeah. Well, there's more deals done at Cola. For yes, sure. actually. <laughs> Ones that get paid. So uh, – we were le- all day. Aldrich was there too from the mm-hmm. Bisbee Blue. So we we're leaving, and there is a a camera crew set up. I was really pickled at that point. Oh, you were wasted. I went in to say hi to Brian Posehn in the green room yeah. before his show, after my show, and I immediately Brian Posehn is not a guy I'm comfortable around. But he's, he knows you. You know him. Yeah. You can so say, hey, yeah. Pass the baton. It's his. His show? I know that he is f- even worse socially than me. And I- I'm only social when I'm drinking, but I was drinking. Yeah. And he was getting water with Jeremy Essig. <laughs> and uh, so I-, 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 I was there for just long enough that I go, ooh, I should leave. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I didn't say anything stupid, but I still was uncomfortable and left back to the smoking area where we see this camera crew outside of the venue in the parking lot. And I have no idea what is going on, but we're, we're it looks like a news crew, but there was no yeah, van until you got close. Yeah. And yeah. You're like, are these college kids? I thought I was crashing. Like the, we should all, I think that's what I said. We should go all be in the background that, of that, no, local on, news. Yeah. Tracy, was it pride week there or something? Yeah. So pride it was, days. Wait, Pride is, I, I've noticed that about Pride. It doesn't seem to have, it's not like St. Patrick's Day no, where it's, it's a round. day. It's where it, whenever you decide it's Pride. Yeah, you just don't. Yeah. We should just call every show the Doug Stanhope Comedy Festival. <laughs> the annual. Even if we're not there for every three years. It's the annual. Go ahead. Yeah, we well, we went over to that. Group. There was a bunch of us. It was like me, Carmen, Carlos, Doug. You, Car- yeah, Tracy, Tracy, and we were all standing in front of this tripod setup because we thought it was a picture, and then we realized there was an interviewer and a camera guy, and they were arguing with each other, and uh, they got your. I name have no wrong. idea. I have no they idea what him. happened. They after called that. him Doug, like Sam Hope or something <laughs> like that. It was really, <laughs> and then I turned to the guy holding the mic because he had like a, an official microphone with the label on it and yeah, everything. The, the, and the triangle. The triangle, yeah. yeah. And I was like, is this your first day? And he was like, what? And then I just ducked out. I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm done being involved with this. And then there was the guy behind the camera was like, will you please hold this light for me? And then he went from behind the camera to start arguing with the interviewer guy while they were filming. Oh, wow. And now they're arguing while everyone's still trying to take a picture. And I think they were trolling you because then they called him Brian Pasaim. And I was like, I think they're, I think they're doing. They have to be doing a character. There's no uh, way. That, oh, like a Borat. Like thing. a Borat type. But there's oh. like, there's no way. That I, they're I have that no. I, I, all I remember is saying, "Let's crash this camera," and everything else is not, not a memory. Yeah, yeah. that was. I mean, I, they were definitely trolling, but they like it was just weird. They were oh. so incompetent that it was like this has to be a joke. And I had a night <laughs> off. That's why. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we lifted there, fun. and I fucking got hammered. On pseudephedrine, <laughs> pseudofed, and uh, the vodka. Right. So, I, I just realized I don't want anyone to think I'm drinking and driving. Yeah, we we had a night off. I had a night off. Yeah, that was. Yeah, the, every time you play the new Brooklyn Tavern, it's a night off. Well, uh, John is opening his own comedy club called the Comedy Closet in uh, 
Cola, West Columbia. So next time around. Yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah, I liked him a lot. He was super passionate about that festival and obviously been working really hard on it. So speaking of Brian Posehn, as far as being really uncomfortable around a comic because you think you're making him uncomfortable. Someone came up to the merch booth and it was the fucking I was so Let's overjoyed. See. I don't know. It doesn't matter. All right. All right. But he had a I think uh, I don't know if it was a book or a stolen Bible that he had David Cross sign and the guy had mentioned me to him and David Cross said, oh, he hates me. And I did write I had a I had a story that I put my last book about David Cross. And it's one of those resentments I've harbored for over 20 years. And I did close it out by going, now I'm that same fucking miserable fuck that I've probably pissed off a lot of young comics by going, hey, listen, I'm working on some shit. Oh, it, all right. I took Jaylee a picture, got a, I took has a picture, picture of what he said. Well, so David Cross signed my book, Digging Up Mother. Doug, I truly love you, David Cross. Aww. And, uh, that is so sweet. I think when I was writing that book, uh, or shortly after it, I found out not only is he on Twitter, but he followed me on Twitter. He follows me. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, I know it's a stupid thing, but I'm one of those people that when I think you hate me, I fucking hate you. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get that. And uh, all those, uh, not all of those, but when I moved to L.A. and that was the that whole alt thing was just starting, I just assumed because they always shit on road comics and that's all I knew. And I probably wasn't much better than any of the road comics they were shitting on. Uh so I always thought those guys hated me. I know Patton was always really nice to me. And uh, you just were, were defensive. Like yeah, well, I still out. am. Yeah. I'm fucking worse now. I'm <laughs> way worse now. I, anyone who doesn't go out of their way to sign my book, uh, hey, I truly love you, David Cross, I think still hates me. Because the other problem with being a fucking booze bag is people do that talking down to you like the front desk when i said hey don't you have security that guy's being an asshole oh is he okay sir like well am i slurring because yeah. there's an actual problem <laughs> the house is on fire <laughs> sure oh, it is, is it? yeah i'm sorry if my motor skills if i had cerebral palsy <laughs> you'd fucking listen to me oh, you, sh you should have done the walk no <laughs> The front so i love you too david cross even when i fucking harbored resentment i still said i enjoy your comedy and that's all that should matter to a comic yeah i still agree with i get that kind of paranoia too though because anywhere that i've lived where there's a comedy scene i've never felt like i was part of the scene ever like i always Absolutely. i'm like every time i go to like a show or a mic like that's why a lot of the comics in new york the thing to get that you do to get booked is you go to the show and you hang out and you talk to the comics and the booker and i'm like fucking huge why would i do that because i know they don't like me and then i just feel in the way and like weird and like i'm like and then they know i'm networking on top of that so then i feel guilty about like having ulterior motives behind like i just overthink it so much that i'm like what and then I just assume they hate me because that's just easier. Do you know how long it took for me to believe Todd Glass likes me? Oh. 
guy, uh, well, he's always goofy and you don't know if he's talking down. Hedberg was uh, the, the embodiment of thinking he didn't belong forever. Yeah. Like, yeah, even when he was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucking watched you fucking bite and tear and chew your fucking fingernails down to a knuckle while I drove for five hours today. So I hate that. <laughs> I know you hate that, and I, you know what, and you're right about it, and when we get back, I will get a manicure, because you're right, it's, it's like, it's bad for me. You know how Chaley said he cheats his, cheated, cheated his chair away from the drunk army guy, so he wouldn't be included? I sometimes have to do that to you at breakfast, because you fucking, you eat your nails more than your fucking hash browns. They are tastier. Yeah. Oh my god. No, you're right, and it's, it's a terrible I habit. can hear it. Like I know you, you, you I can know. hear I, yep. flesh being pulled off of her fucking fingernails. Like a rat. Oh my god! Board. No, Ugh. it's 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 a really really bad way to manage anxiety. And you're right. And I will get a manicure. I promise you that. Hold on a second, Tracy. Can we get a couple of hey? Can we get? Uh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, how are you enjoying the tour? <laughs> yeah. She's the only person who's never annoyed me once in my life. So, I, can I bring this up on the two on the fuck podcast? yeah? Why is she not going to uh, Florida? Can I just pay for her ticket? Yeah. I, well, it was three nights. I, I well, my point is, is like she she does so well at the merch that it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, no, I'll, oh. I'll bring her. I just thought three nights and out. I dragged the bag. I, it's not. In, it, I talked to her and I said, "Hey, do you mind if I talk to Doug about this?" Because I, I just, I, I just always, I always much. prefer if you bring it up on a podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like her nails. Why would I just yell at her in the Why car and it? make a yeah? Why make waste it, it by being yeah. polite? <laughs> no, you, you are really, you're right about that. There's things you can do. My sister-in-law has a problem. She does a, she does this like a, That's what I do, if you yeah. take your your pointer finger. And touch your thumb right where the nail and the skin is. I pick, 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 pick. It's a nervous <laughs> thing. And I think she still struggles with it, but it's one of those things where you just, I don't know what I you do, do to fix that. I don't, I, know, I don't know what to do to fix it either, but, but I You still, should stress less. Yeah, I know, Stop right? thinking God. about, I don't know what the fuck to do. No, no, I've, I, 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 it's definitely, like, there's ways to fix it. I just have, I haven't put the effort in, but you are right. It's not just an annoying habit to you. It's also, like, it shouldn't, I could be doing better for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, I can have it, nice it looks like it hurts. It's it like if I was squeezing my shalasian all oh, the time. God. You are squeezing your No, I touch it. I touch it. I touch it. So when, yeah. uh, okay, I, I got to say this. This is a, am I, it's gross. All right. Clearly. But uh, when you were, when you were poking that thing on your eyelid, which is basically a, 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 goiter. a pus filled sack. Yeah, you can look it up. It's were, Chilesian with a Z, I found you, out from were Google. Were you very, were you like, it's going to go? It's going to, and then when it came out, were you, I mean, it, it started. I, I, I had already imagined I should film this eye close up, have someone fucking do it. And when it, because it looked like, oh, all right, this is going to fucking blow. It's, it's like a giant whitehead. Yeah. Like, like a, a small boil or a large, large zit. And I thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny if when this fucking explodes, 
that they pan back. You film it and pan back. And then I go, hey, Dan Tosh, it's me, Doug Stanhope. <laughs> I go, that would be funny footage. But that no one be. was in the room when it finally fucking came to fruition. So sorry, Dan Tosh, you missed out on that great shout out from Doug Stanhope. Not gone viral. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Oh, it's other, still gross. The other thing, uh, you you left your shoes somewhere. You're, oh, you're- motherfucker. I left those fucking cocksuckers. Stay bridge suites. We the best find the tour. Yes. Full, like, separate living room, kitchen. And I was so happy. I left them a five-star review. And then I left my goddamn white shoes in the room. And then when I figured it out at the next gig, I called them up. No, we didn't find them. Bullshit. There's no other place. I can forget a lot of stuff, but I'd never leave a room without my shoes. Like That's the only place they could be. You wear shoes in the car that are different than the shoes you wear on stage. And the shoes you wear on stage are a pair of white My loafers. white driving loafer. Yes. And no one in their right mind would them. want those pair of shoes. Where's I don't know why you think someone would steal those. Hang on. Hang on. Let me see. Oh, my God. I forget about that story. There's another story that <laughs> she had to remind no me of. Way. Yeah. Right, that is the picture that's going to go on this podcast. All right. <laughs> I hiked my pajama pants up, pushed my belly out to almost Chaley levels of pregnancy. Uh, I'm not eating dinner tonight. And uh, and then we went down to smoke. I only heard this. Go ahead. You tell the story. Oh, yeah. Because I heard it from you. You uh, we went downstairs to smoke. And for some reason, <laughs> because you had your pants hiked all the way up. You pretended to be retarded the whole time we were smoking. So, well, not the whole time. Out of the elevator, you were doing a character that was uh, could barely talk, mentally challenged enough to not be able to talk. And we walked past a group of women in the lobby that were all wearing, like, animal onesies. And you were doing uh, the, like, like, <laughs> I can't do the voice. Say, I need a cigarette in your voice. I don't know. I I have no idea what I was doing. I can do cerebral palsy really good, but I was doing... You were doing... Mentally uh, challenged. Yeah, with cerebral palsy, too. I I say mentally challenged as though that is less offensive than the fact that I'm telling a story about mimicking one for comedic effect it was so fun because i but i got to play along with you because then i just went into special olympics coach mode which you used to do yeah it's just placating everything you say because i'm tired that's basically yeah it was uh and at one point we got outside and then you would walk past the front desk doing that and so and past the security guy and past those uh chicks in their onesies and then when we got outside you broke character and you were talking to me like normal and then everyone who saw you pretend to be retarded earlier started walking by so you kept going into character <laughs> as they walked by good i had a fucking keen eye for you who's did. in my periphery and at one point you got smoke in your eye and you were doing <laughs> do, do, do the smoke in your eye mode i have no idea what that it even was like, means Whoa! like you I don't get smoke in my eye because I wear contact lenses, which is why I didn't really express this fucking chalation when it bursts because I don't want to lose my contact lens on tour. Oh, sure. But uh, I I have no idea. I was faking it, I guess. Yeah, well, you were faking it just to freak people out as they walked by you because you were 
you moaned at the exact moment that someone was <laughs> crossing your path. And uh, you kept saying it was because you kept getting smoke in your eye. It was beautiful. All right. It was so funny. Well, we are at the uh, <laughs> we're at the fucking acceptance point of the five stages of death. We have seven shows left. Uh, we're doing the same run we just finished. Seven shows in eight days. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but it's the end game. I know. And I feel good. I drove. We have fun shows coming up. We're getting to see some fucking friends. Chattanooga. They won't be out by Chattanooga. And, but uh, Nashville. Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans is going to be a short amount of chaos. Uh, Off night in Hattiesburg. Lafayette. I don't know if we'll see the Jill Bears. Hopefully they don't bring their fucking kids. <laughs> um mm. Do you still want to do that Hattiesburg pop-up? Oh, we're not supposed to talk about no. it in front of Doug. Oh, that's right. No, you have to tell me when I'm really drunk. Oh, that's Because I, I, another thing you had to remind me of. Wait, you guys are trying to get a show in Hattiesburg on a night off? We were really drunk. Yeah, at, you said it was a good bridge. idea. Right. And I said, it wouldn't be great if we just uh, all host a show. Olivia does time, and we get two other, three other comics locally, and we do it at the Thirsty Hippo. And we were really wasted. It was after the New Brooklyn Tavern, right? And uh, Doug's like, "Yeah, go. Would you? Would you at least go to it? Yeah." <laughs> Next day, yeah, you said, "I'll tweet about it. I'll tweet about it right now." <laughs> oh, and you've been getting me goddamn fucking bacon pineapple pizza every night when I know I shouldn't be eating at the end of the night, but I've been eating bacon pineapple pizza because you're a feeder. If you were a queer. A yeah, you would be you would be Christine Levine's perfect lesbian lover. Oh my gosh. She gets fucking hammered and takes her downer and then all of a sudden you start putting pizza There's in her pizza. face. I I remember she several was nights it on her chest. I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah right. And I just scraped the toppings off and put them in my mouth and then you'd eat the fucking bread. I do eat the crust. I'm yep. not supposed to. It's Nope. Yeah, it's it horrible. Makes tomorrow the next day really. We didn't talk about uh, you overflowing the toilet. Oh my god! <laughs> I uh, biggest dick move of the tour so far. Shaley doesn't uh, enjoy uh, Bingo and I, and now Olivia with her IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. We like to discuss our poops in the morning. How is your poop? Describe it. Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up with clever ways to say it, and Chaley will retch in the morning. He's a very—he's uh, got a, a, a timid stomach. Well, it's just it's especially just not, in the in the morning. The best one was one early on on tour with Doug, sharing a room, and Doug gets up in the morning, <laughs> takes a fucking just a messy <laughs> Halloween dump. Oh, black water, keep on rolling. Oh Comes God. out of the bathroom and goes, Chaley. Someone left a nickel in the toilet. <laughs> who does who that? Who does that? And I walk in there, and it's like someone hit me with a two-by-four across the face. <laughs> oh. So we're driving the other day, and we're describing our morning dumps, and Chaley puts on some horrible, as though there's any other kind, B-52 song at top volume Planet and Claire. makes us fucking listen to it <laughs> in revenge. So now what we do is 
we make up we 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 talk about a thing and then we don't say we're describing our dump till the end so i said hey you know those eye masks you get me for my chalasians with the little beads in them you microwave them imagine if you like that was a like three times the size and you cut one end and you squeezed all that <laughs> those that gel and beads out of it out of a small hole in a fire that's what my poop was like this morning before mm-hmm. he can fucking hit the b52s oh yeah the, the the trick is to describe your poop without chaley knowing you're describing your poop. yeah but i still haven't i still haven't thrown my hat in the ring but we'll you'll get comfortable enough yeah. Seven more days. Yeah, I got, I got, I got some in the fucking chamber. But when we got to Asheville, not poop. <laughs> oh, I'm, right. I'm saying descriptions. Go ahead. When we got to Asheville, uh, Doug, uh, Doug always hits the toilet first, and Tracy laments this because it's like, God, how come I can never? I go, you want to be first? She goes, No, I don't want to be first, but I don't want to have to follow. Because you make Tracy be a fucking Sherpa. She's, She's got a bag of a, a giant ikea bag over her yeah. shoulders full of t-shirts and posters and shit and i've got three backpacks on and i'm fucking pulling a roller bag yeah and All i right. have because i boil it down to one backpack because yeah. i don't shower yeah. or change my clothes All right. so anyway <laughs> she laments the fact that she can't be first but she doesn't want to be first she just doesn't want to follow you well, today or that day in Asheville, <laughs> Andy Andy described that one as the claw me to hell <laughs> shit, where it's just really Doesn't thick matter and it streaks all the way down like some like claw marks into the into the the pipe. So Doug gets done. Drag me to hell. Did I say claw yeah. me to hell? Drag me to hell. Yeah. Doug, Doug yeah. gets done in Asheville at the at the hotel, and then. It, I go in there and I flush it one more time just because there was still some soldiers left on the field. <laughs> some toilet paper and shit. So I do that and I'm like... No, claw marks. <laughs> I remember no, describing there toilet, it. There was toilet paper left in there too. I just flushed it down because I figured someone would be going in there, right? Well, no one ended up going in there for a while. And then <laughs> I go in there and at, when I flushed that piece of toilet paper down... It had actually started to bubble up, oh, and there was there was a like a, a bubbling sound, like a boop, 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 boop. and it's because the water is now filled up into the rim, where the water is actually coming out, and then water is going back in at the same time. And I go, uh oh, and then I, for some reason, I flushed it again, oh, no. and then it started water falling over the thing, and like, ah, what's happening? He didn't think to fucking turn well, off the water. I didn't know it was overflowing. I didn't know you had fucking... It was pouring out when you called me in, and I went to... That was the second time I flushed it. But yes, we turned it off. I described that poop as, like, when you... Like, if you had... uh, You painted a wall the wrong color, and you tried to wipe it off with toilet tissue, (laughs) and it's going to take several fucking layers of toilet tissue till you get down to a clean ass cheek. You know those. Come on. I sure do. I so sure do. Doug goes, and it's right. Let's before- adopt Southern accents for the rest of this tour. It's the, it's the. I'm we're, getting, we're getting ready to go to the to the venue, so I definitely have to get in the bathroom because it's it's time, and now it's overflowing. And Doug goes, oh, I'll I'll call down. <laughs> Calls down to the desk and says, Hey, yeah, our toilet's overflowing, and fucking went right out the fucking door. I ran literally. 
Fucking see you later. So this guy comes up to a fucking wet floor, overflowing toilet. Front desk guy. And he doesn't even look at me. He just unpacks the plastic bag that the toilet plungers it. And just does his thing and then leaves. And I'm like, he not only thinks it's me, he's disgusted. I tipped that by guy. Oh, I tipped no. that guy. I Dude, threw him a twenty over the hours counter. Later, you yeah, when him. I was drinking and I could make eye contact. I had to go up and ask him for something, like after that incident and before you tipped him. <laughs> yeah, not comfortable. Oh, oh that's the guy that cock blocked Olivia Grace, where she was so oh, drunk no. she was gonna she was gonna fuck Arlie Ermy, the fucking <laughs> bartender. I was, I was not. I thought he was very. Interesting this guy to looked talk just to. like the drill sergeant from fucking. Uh, I was going to say Watership Down for some reason. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. They yeah. alliterate the same. He's very, he was a very sweet guy, and I like talking to him for sure. And I, he was closing down the bar, and by the end of the night, I was so drunk. I was like, will he kiss me? Will he, <laughs> <laughs> but then his manager came over and was like talking to him. and like The manager, the manager is the guy like, that unplugged our toilet. Yeah, that was the guy. And um, yeah, he just he said something, and then I was like, Oh, they're oh he's working. I should I should go to bed. <laughs> like that, that's the, that was the uh, that was let's that uh, let's get to these Patreon questions because okay. we're over time. A lot of these podcast listeners are like, "Hey, I have to go to work." <laughs> all right, uh, first of all, we're over a thousand subscribers. So, uh, Gorgonops, uh, you said five hundred thousand subscribers. That's great. One thousand. Great. One thousand. Great. Or so. When you uh, show up and you're a Patreon subscriber, I give you an extra hug. Uh, let's see, the That's what you get. See. That's then my fake smile turns into a real smile. Aww. Sarah Gilbert, uh, uh, from uh, the Roseanne show. Uh, no, well maybe I think so. I don't know. Probably. I can't wait to see you, Doug, in Nashville. If I can get there from Memphis, my car won't make it, and I just got out of a five-year relationship, and he was my ride. Well, uh. Oh, and they canceled the Roseanne show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say uh, you could probably find another dude to drive you. That's uh, you feel this. You're a girl. Yeah, no, there's a. If you fun. didn't have all these murder issues, you could probably find a guy to drive you anywhere. Well, they've gotten so much better. I'm worried less about being murdered and more just about being rejected in general, which I think is the actual wow, fear. It's a, but quite a continuum. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You can find a friend to give you a ride. Can't I, you? There's really no question here. I yeah, does she have of, tickets? I think I it's know. sold out. Maybe that's her next. next oh, if, yeah. if I engage, then it's yep. gonna be, and I need tickets because he took it with him. Yeah, I feel like I feel like. All right, so George Wells the fourth, two questions. What happened with Dean Ween? Still hoping a podcast with him happens some days. And what happened with Sh Charlie the intern? Did he get shanked? Thanks for the <coughs> podcast. Love you guys and gals. Oh my God, this the Charlie the intern thing. I don't even want to touch it because he was uh, done. He was going to work on getting sponsors, but from LA and then he's supposed to be handling the Andy Andrus thing, which I called him about with problems that I can't deal with on the road. And he goes, I'll handle it. And then they go, no, Charlie bailed on this thing. We got fucking Chris castles is doing this now, but Charlie doesn't ever tell me. I don't fucking know. It's not my problem. So what was the question again? He pulled himself out of because he, yeah, had, what he was the question though? The, other, the, the question was, was uh, whatever happened with Dean Ween? Oh, from Dean the, Ween, from yeah. The band Ween. You had, I thought you got in touch with Gene Ween. 
I yeah, I, I thought it was. I don't fucking know. He called when we were drunk podcasting, yeah. but I always confuse that with the Fat Mike thing uh, from No FX, and I don't know who we talked to when. That was those are two different incidents. Yeah, but I know no one keeps in touch. Yeah, we're old people. We don't make new friends maybe we'll unless get, we're on the road. Maybe when we get home, we can revisit that. So. He yeah, wanted to I, come out. He did want to come out, but he. But yeah, yeah no, yeah, they they're not calling me sober either. <laughs> yeah, we're old men with fucking problems, and I live in Bisbee, Arizona. It's not on your way to something, so there's no gig there that you're doing. Hey, can I get a backstage pass to the Dean Ween at Chuckleheads? <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea. I'm flattered. That someone from the Ween organization <laughs> called me, but uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck we said. Ask him. Yeah, fucking. Uh, why don't you? Hit him up. Yeah, email him. Go. Hey, Stanhope is really upset that you haven't kept in touch. It's grassroots, baby. Yeah, and he out. also forgot that you were in touch. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still flattered. All right, here's my favorite part. This is Olivia uh, emails from the Patreon uh, subscribers. Uh, the Grim Keebler says, uh, Drunk Olivia is my new favorite drunk member of the Drunk Podcast. That's very flattering. Yes. I also that- like myself a lot more when I'm drunk. So <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, because you've had a couple shows. You've abstained from drinking before most of the shows. Yeah. And uh, you seem to have more fun when you're drinking. And I don't want to put that in your head. <laughs> With the smile of the devil. <laughs> I also want to say we miss the fuck out of Chad Shank, as do you. Oh, I see him every week on the uh, Issues with Andy podcast. You can check that yeah, out. Yeah, is that oh, what you were Chad. listening to in the fucking back of the car yeah. today, hurting my guts? Because I see you <laughs> editing our podcast and there's not a chuckle. No, laughing. and today, yeah, you're right. I was I was listening to Stern for the first time because I was driving. Driver gets to listen to what the fuck he wants Absolutely. to. So I listened to an entire episode of Stern, and Stern's talking about how unfun he is, how he hates meeting people, how he hates talking to people. I'm like, this is me. I'm the least fucking fun guy in the world to be on the road with. And you're in the back going, ha, 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 ha. And I think... I think I hate Andy a little bit because of it. <laughs> uh, it's released on Fridays. You can get that on YouTube. It's called Issues with Andy. Uh, I think you're fun to be with on the road. I'm just saying. Uh, what's he, that? Yeah, he's just self-deprecating. That's oh, totally. All right. So uh, yeah. here's here's my last one, and this is uh, for Olivia. Uh, can Nathan Donovan says uh, asks, can someone please tell me what King Con and barbecue show song uh, uh, Olivia Grace comes out to? So I'll be loving you. Yes, which I never heard of that band, and I I fucking I dig it. Man. I really like them. Do yeah. you have any I, ones? I, I said that on uh, to Chaley pre-show. I go, what did they shit can or or I have like what ten songs that we play before the show. The only ten songs that we've added amuse some me, to it, but and then her song got yeah, added into yeah. the playlist. I go, did they shit can or fucking. <laughs> iPod. I keep calling it an iPod, and Chaley just told me there there hasn't been iPods for like fucking ten years. I don't know. I did. Act- hey, Tom Knopka, I want my fucking iPhone back. 
I don't know if you're, I said this on the Patreon, but I don't know if you have a dollar a month, but yes, I, I need that goddamn phone. I have, I have like all sorts of burner phones now, but that's the one I need to figure out how to get a iPod on a phone or something. I'll never learn. What are we doing next? Didn't you have more shit? No, that's it. All right, good. good. Um, I want to say thank you to the guy in Raleigh who uh, gave you a hundred and thirteen dollar uh, gift certificate for Belk Department Store. Yeah, because I said I lost my fucking white shoes. I had to go on stage without white shoes for the first time in like six years, and some guy said, "Oh, you can get them at Belk," and you looked it up on their Tracy, website. Yeah, Tracy said that. They yeah, have, they have them. White loafers. Yeah. Online. Online. <laughs> I don't have them in the fucking store. I've yeah. never seen it. I've, I've found white loafers in thrift stores more than actual shoe stores. So you did give us those gift cards. So we got a microwave and a set of no, king size shoes. Oh, that's what it is. Whatever. I don't know. Something you got. And I got. Heat up food. I don't care. <laughs> you plug it in, right? So it's a microwave. <laughs> It's all fucking uphill, downhill from here. Houston, San Antonio, New Orleans, Lafayette, Chattanooga, Nashville. And uh, yeah, I, I feel acceptance. Would you say Huntsville? Oh, Huntsville. Yeah. <laughs> Huntsville. And maybe Hattiesburg. And possibly. Possibly. Huntsville. 1010. Havelina's birthday. Shout out to you, Havelina. Miss you. Love you. And we'll be home soon, kind of like regular people, but a little bit different. I feel like I've grown. I think we've all changed a little bit, and we have different <laughs> plans for murder. Yeah, she's making it tough. I think, I know we always say, bingo, take us out of this, but this has become, okay, bye-bye now. <laughs> The louder she does it every time she, and I fucking smile every time. I think she calls just to say that. There's like no message. Sometimes. But then she goes, oh, I gotta go. Okay, bye now. <laughs> uh, new special. Oh, well, yeah, but that, that, that's the only thing I didn't mention. The uh, No Place Like Home that went out on CISO. If you still have CISO, you don't have CISO. No one has CISO. But finally, it's out. For free on Amazon Prime. And that's all I really give a shit about is it being seen. So please retweet that. Fucking put it out there. And uh, yeah, no place like home. Amazon Prime and the new special. We're still fucking working on it. Hennigan's trying to figure out uh, what platform it goes out on. And I'm at a place where I just it just... Just fucking put it out. Who gives a fuck? But that's what happens after five weeks on the road. Fuck it. Just put it out. Doesn't matter. Okay, bye-bye now. Do it. Bye. Dance monkey. <laughs> I was I was trying to get everyone to do okay, bye-bye now. No one can do it like bingo. You do it, bingo. Okay, bye-bye now.